Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 43 of Season 1. I am your host, Pastor, an honor and privilege to be here to share the Word of God with you, what He's put on my heart during these Bible studies. As we know, we're going through the Bible studies, a book called, a devotional book called Faith, Hope, and Courage in a Changing Time which we got to admit we're going through a lot of changes here in America and around the world today. And a lot of people are suffering. And that's why God put it on my heart to do this devotional book. And a few thoughts are going together on some days, and some days it's just one. Today we got one thought. Um, it's a collection of devotions that we can use from day to day but it's a 90 day devotional book but God has got it working to have us help I mean add things together for add more thoughts as he's talking to us so but today he's just leading with one thought and our worship time is not back segment not back yet because our machine is still being repaired and I haven't had anything any good store any good um, stuff in my magazine minister magazine come yet and there's in, in different ways that God teaches us so basically we're just going to be doing the Bible study today and then have our prayer request segment and go from there but hopefully by next week everything will be back to normal okay now we'll be right back after these messages if you want to know about all sports information go to youtube go to the search bar type in charge it to the game podcast and you will get all you need about the world of sports from this podcast on YouTube. I am a describer and I recommend this podcast to you. Describe today to charge it to the game. Go to the search bar at YouTube, type in charge to the game and describe today. You'd be happy you did to get all the information of sports that you want. Welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver, your host. And that Charge It to the Game <clears throat> podcast, I do go on. Um, I'm not a, I'm more of a wrestling fan, but I do describe for it for my dad to really keep him updated on new stuff that he wants to ask when I talk to him on the phone. Um... So that's why I describe, and they are an awesome podcast, and I do recommend them. So go to YouTube, hit the go to the search bar, and type in Charge It to the Game podcast, and start listening. All right. <clears throat> We're going to start with <coughs> our Bible study today. Excuse me, my allergies are still acting up. Um, and as I said earlier, it's out of our 
devotional book that we're doing called Faith and Hope and Courage in a Changing Time. And the thought is, is God will take care of you, okay? Let's go to the book of Psalms, chapter 103, verses 2 to 5. And it says, let, that I, let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. For he forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my heart with good things. Okay, so what is this telling us, Saint? This is telling us this. There's three things I want to share out of this thing. Three or four things. And the first one is, we all need to praise the Lord with all of our hearts. You might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, how can we praise the Lord when we're going through these trials and tribulations? Let me tell you something, Saint. Abraham, I mean, not Abraham, well, Job, as we went through the Bible study before this one, found a few times to praise the Lord through the situation. It is a choice. It might not be a popular choice. It might be a hard choice. It might be a hard thing to do. But we've got to learn to praise the Lord in our times of troubles, in our bad, good times, in our mediocre times, every time. Because praising the Lord lifts us up to God, lifts our spirits up to God, you know, gets us home from a downcast to worshiping Him. Because as we start to praise the Lord, the, the atmosphere that we're in changes because God is starting to move around you and helping you. Just like we do in a praise service. God moves His Spirit through the Holy Spirit moves around. And he, the Holy Spirit is here to comfort us. And we got to take time to praise the Lord. And if, if you are having a genuine praising of the Lord, the Lord will be in touch with you and touch your spirit. And then you start learning, hey, why was I so worried about this, this problem? Now, the problem don't go away. The problem is still there. But we got to learn to give God all the praise and glory Everything we have. When we go to our prayer closets or our place of prayer that we pray. We need to praise Him before we do it. And get in tune with God. Okay? Next. We can never forget all the things he's done for us. And the first thing he is, he forgave all of our sins. Now, in other words, we got to remember what he did. He forgave our sins. 
And he did something special by forgiving us of our sins. He went to the cross of Calvary to die for your sins, to bring you into a right relationship with God. He was nailed to a cross. He was whipped. Put a place of thorns on his head. Fed vinegar. And he did this for you. Because let me tell you something, saints. Jesus could have called down a host of angels to free him from that cross. But he didn't. He stayed there because it was the will of the Father to get us all back in a right relationship with him. And we got to remember what he did for us. He took your cross. He took your death. He took your penalty. And you might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, I am not a sinner. Well, we're a sinner by inheritance from Adam and Eve. And yes, we all sin every day. We're not perfect. And we got to remember, he died for all our sins. And the sin was so bad on Jesus' back of the whole world's sin that God actually turned his back on Jesus. But then God rose him back up because he was the slain sacrifice for us, brung him back into fellowship with God, raised him from the dead. And now God, now Jesus is our high priest in heaven. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And our king and our savior. God sent his son to die for you, for your sins. And we need <coughs> to remember that from our, for our Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we take communion and remembrance of what he did for us. His body was broken by those nails being put in his hands and his feet. You know, in those days, they didn't nail prisoners to the cross. They usually tied them, but Jesus was nailed. Jesus was made an example of. But all that blood that we talk about and his body was broken for us in our communion, it remembers what he did for us. Died for your sins and he died for mine. He heals all of my diseases. What does that mean? That means he heals all your sicknesses. Do you ever go to God when you are feeling so bad and saying, Oh, Lord, Lord, help me. I need help with this growing up. I need help with this stuffy nose. I need help with my weakness. I need help with this or that. The one thing I hate when I'm sick is my nose being stuffed up when I'm trying to sleep. And it always seems to be one part of my nose. And it's miserable. And I find myself saying, Lord, I can bear this sickness, but help me with this stuffy nose. Clear it up. Next thing I know, my nose is cleared up. Why? 
because Jesus is there to help us and to heal us. You might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, how come I've been praying about the pandemic, and that is kind of a disease. Why isn't it being cleared up? It will be in God's time. But I have noticed that some people we pray for, for Corona as a church, some people lived and recovered. Then there's some we pray for that didn't. But let me tell you something. They were healed either way. The ones that didn't get healed here on earth were healed actually even more because they got to see God and Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They're in heaven. So God does heal our diseases. And we need to be thankful that he does. My mother-in-law, this past six months, has been through a lot. And actually, we're going to be praying for her again. Because she's in the hospital again. But she's been through a lot. And she does look a lot better and healthier. She went into uh, last year. She was in for COVID. And she survived. Came home. Then when I shortly after I came home, we had to put her in the hospital. Because of her kidneys. Started to fail. Well, we got her out. She's on dialysis. Things wasn't going exactly where they should be. And some days they do. Some days they don't. But she, every day I see her walking healthier. And with the therapy she had through the last time. And, and a lot of things are going good for her. Now, unfortunately, she has cirrhosis of the liver. And we couldn't realize the other day, we, you know, fed her. She was a good day all day. Her son came to visit her. Even though he was a little late for Mother's Day, he came to visit her, gave her a Mother's Day card, buy her a present. And we were napping at the time. And she was fine. She took her nap again after he left and we ate. And then me and her had to go because we had to get her port work on for her dialysis. And we had to figure out, you know, um, where it is, which we never did find it. And it's probably a good thing because when we got home, she told us she vomited and took her an hour to clean it up. And she vomited three or four times after that. Then she didn't look good when we got home. But she was perfectly fine all day. Well, we got her to lay down, I did, and things just went worse from there. She started to shake. Um, she had a 100.7 fever, and we had to call 911 to get her to the hospital. Well, for cirrhosis of the river, she's got to do parenthesis, where to strain her every, couple, every other week from this thing, that the, this poison that's, you know, that this fluid that's coming from the liver, that's cirrhosis. And apparently it got up and wrapped around her lung. And that's what the, the water, you know, the fluid. And apparently that's what 
caused the problem. So she's in the hospital right now, and I think she's supposed to get drained today, I think. And she's supposed to have her port fixed, and she'll probably come home. But we might have another problem where we're going to have to take her to that parent genesis now more. But you know what? God will bring her through this. God is a good God. He's an awesome God. He's the best God we have. And we've been praying for her. And every day I pray for her, I see her even getting better. You know, God could take that dialysis away. God could take that parent, heal that cirrhosis liver. And... <clears throat> do what he wants with her. I don't feel her time is up yet. Because she does look good. Alright? So we got to praise God and pray for her our diseases and praise God for healing us because he does heal us. Now, going back to the cross. He redeemed me from death. And crowned me with love and tender mercies. He died for you. He got Jesus loves you that much. When God sent his son, Jesus was willing to go. He loved you that much that he took your place. He gave you love and he gave you mercy. We should think about that when we got people against us. Because let me tell you something, saints. We're not always kind people to God. And we're not always kind people to Jesus. And we're not always kind people to people. But Jesus knows that we're saved. Jesus knows we're human. And he understands us because he lived as a human for 30-something years on the earth you God's son let me tell you something saints he was willing to have compassion he was willing to love on us he was willing to take that place no matter what we are you know what we need to be willing to forgive others too give them mercy and give them tender love because Jesus did it and we're supposed to be acting like Jesus in these situations And last but not least, he crowned, he filled our life with good things. You know, a lot of people decide to look at the glass half full. I mean, half empty. You got to start looking at it half full. That means you might not be exactly full, but it will be one day if you're pouring stuff into it. Alright? God gives us stuff every day. A lot of people get upset with this kind of thinking. But you know, if you're going through the storms of life, God makes a way for you to get through these storms of life. Just like he fed Elijah right next to that brook. It came quail and they helped him feed him. After that big heat that he had against that false God and their and their priests, 
perception of that false god. God gave them nourishment and drink. During that storm to life, a lot of people sit there and have problems. And they can't see what's going on. God ain't doing nothing for me. Well, does God got you a roof over your head? Yes. Has God got food in your belly? Yes. Do you have a bed to lay down at night before you go to sleep? Yes. So you got to start looking and counting the blessings God gave you every day. Did you wake up again today? Yes. So you got to start seeing what God's doing in, in that. And then you got to start praising for him because he does bring good things into us. Until he will shelter and do these things until we're able to do them again on our own. But he always is the one over us. We should praise him for everything we have. Hallelujah. And that's why we should give God the praise with every fiber of our being. Because he, he deserves it and he honors it. Hallelujah. We'll be right back after these messages for our prayer request segment. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spoofy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 43 of season 1. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and I we're going to be going to our prayer request segment now. And I want to give update, uh, Pastor Levi, the one we've been praying for the last few episodes. Um, he is home now. Um, he's over his pneumonia. Still has COVID, but he's able to come home because they gave him some of that um, antibodies that they've been, you know, using. Um, he is weak, but he's at home, and he's doing good. His wife still has coronavirus, but she's doing good. In fact, she was on the phone. Um, we Snapchat each other, and she was back doing things, so she must be starting to feel better, too. But we're still going to pray for them, because they still have it. They haven't been, you know, told that they don't have it yet, you know. Um, still don't have it. Um, we're going to still pray for my dad. For his aneurysm on his heart. And, um, then the guy that we pray for, for Daryl. He, um, he still got coronavirus, but he's doing real good too. And I want to add my mother-in-law to this. Um, prayer request. Um, she, you know, is having issues. What I went through already to you during the Bible study. 
Um, she's having, just in case you didn't get that part of the segment yet, she's having same problems with the, the fluid that's coming from her liver going around her young lung. And they, um, they had to drain her, I think, today. Um, and I think that's everything for prayer requests. So, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up these people to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I lift up Pastor Levi in the name of Jesus. I just ask you, Lord, to keep going. Put your hand inside that body of his to get this coronavirus out of him. And, Lord, I ask you to do the same for his wife, Sister Karen Levi. I ask you to stick your hand inside her right now, too, and, get, and continue to get rid of this virus. And, Lord, I lift up Brother Darrell to you, and I just ask you to do the same thing there. Stick your hand in this body and pour out that coronavirus, Lord, and heal these three. And, Lord, I ask you to be with my dad, and don't let this aneurysm grow. And, Lord, we just ask you to maybe even let it go the other way, grow back down where it's nothing. Or it just disappears, Lord. We just ask you to go into his body right now in the name of Jesus and take care of that aneurysm where it don't kill him, Lord. We ask you to strengthen his aorta, Lord. Walls and Lord and everything go the way you want. And, Lord, I lift up my mother-in-law to you, Arlene Williams. And I ask you right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to be with this, this hiccup that we had with her being in the hospital. We just ask you to give her the strength, the ability, and knowledge to get through this. We just ask you to put your hands inside her body, Lord, because you are the great architect, the great physician. You created this body, Lord. We just ask you to go in and fix what needs to be fixed. And, Lord, we just ask you to touch and heal her. And we ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we come into the end of our podcast. Um, next week, we will probably be back with at least our worship segment. Um, but on that note, I'd like to thank you for listening today. And if this podcast has been a blessing to you, I ask you to share it with other people and let them come to know you. I mean, come to know God. It's like you came to know God. And I want to help as many as people they can to get their right, life right with God. Or Christians need help getting a spiritual checkup and getting making sure we're living right for Him. Or doing what God wants us to learn. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you. Thank you for listening to God's Internet Church Podcast. Episode 43 of Season 1. Love one another. Take care of one another. And help one another. On that note, I'm Pastor Ron Weaver. Saying see you next time. Next week for God's Internet Church Podcast. Season 1, Episode 44 which is Monday, and it will be probably done about the same time. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you, God love you, have a good, blessed weekend. I'm Pastor Ron saying see you next week, and God bless you.